0: Welcome, Creeps, to another episode of Brain Stew. Brain Stew! I'm Justin. And I am Jeremy. Don't turn off the spotlight, I still want to see a bleed! Yo, Creeps, it's been a few weeks, we took a little time off, you know?
1: After Halloween kills, I, f- I feel like needed we needed it. some I, time I off.
0: Definitely actually I needed fucking therapy after Halloween kills. I no was put in shit. a jacket, you know, I like, had my phone taken away from me. It was a whole thing.
1: But <laughs> you, you, you were uh you were hiding your pills in a raggedy yeah, and all. And th- that's
0: yeah. very true, and then Michael Myers came and killed me off the roof in slow motion. And that was the end of my career in the Halloween I, Whatever, it's all said and done, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a brand new episode of
1: bridge And we'd like
0: to welcome you to a very special 40th anniversary retrospective on Joseph Cito's The Prowler. But, Jeremy, we honestly couldn't do this. Not this one alone.
1: We couldn't and we would That's right. not. Do it without our good buddy Joe from The Movie Dumpster, a podcast that I love very much because you guys fucking get it, man. You guys appreciate the shit that I appreciate, like Deep Rising. Oh,
2: yeah, man. Wow, that was very- that was a glowing introduction. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, dude, Deep Rising fucking rules. And uh, yeah, no known Jeremy for a, a while, and uh, we've always we've always been down to, to talk uh, B-movies and
0: all, all that good shit, so... Yeah, you've, you've heard the movie dumpster name on this show before. I did an awesome crossover with you guys, I think, a few months back, which our listeners were really keen on. They all had a fucking blast with that shit. So, oh, good, good. Yeah, colobos
2: is a, is a blast, man. And thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, we had a really good time, too. Yeah, of
0: course. So, I mean, for our creeps that are slightly uninitiated, could you just tell our listeners what you're all about, you and movie dumpster?
2: Oh yeah man. Um so Movie Dumpster is a comedy driven movie review podcast. I, it movies right in the title there. Now Dumpster might be a little uh deceiving because you know we don't hate the movies that we review. Um we we're we're on the quest for the good, bad and the god awful and those hidden gems and uh everything in between there. You know you get a little bit of action, a little bit of horror, cover the whole spectrum of uh of uh films. So, you know, it's a uh it's a foray into um the the trash, if you will, that Hollywood kind of throws away, or the general audiences people want to forget
0: about. Most
2: people, <laughs> <right>? <laughs> yeah, they want to just stuff it down in the dumpster, and sometimes we do. Don't get me wrong, but I, you know, I hate to invoke the name, but Pluto Nash is one of them. Um, that can go right in the fucking garbage.
0: <laughs> well, wow, it's been
2: um, so
0: oh, many years oh,
2: since dude, I've been Don't doing even, that. don't even, uh, don't even bother. Dude, what
1: about have you guys
2: done Osmosis Jones no, yet? No. See. <laughs> oh, here it
1: comes.
0: <laughs>
2: uh maybe. We've been we've been trying not to do too many of the ones that we really don't like. Like we've been I've been trying to kind of steer the show in a way where it's mostly forgotten gem horror stuff. Um cuz it's mostly horror stuff. So, if you're listening to this show, you're obviously listening to a bunch of horror movie reviews. So, that's mostly what it is, but we do other stuff as well. Um, Osmosis Jones is a big no for me. <laughs> I just don't <laughs> want it. Much like Halloween Kills, I don't want to fucking yeah, I was surprised. about it. I was surprised
0: you guys yeah, didn't yeah, cover yeah. It on one of your ripe reviews, but I mean, I, I no, get it. Man. I was... Even after two watches, it made me yeah. even worse. It was a watched I watched time.
2: it. I watched it, jaw gape, and uh, I'm I'm good. I, it's just... Yeah. I, I, I don't need it. It's just Halloween... The night he fluffed. That's all it is, and I don't, I don't, I just don't need it. Like it could have been one fucking movie or two movies tops, and that's how I feel about it. I don't. We don't need to get super deep into it, but basically, no. Trick.
0: And if you tried, I would stop you immediately because I would be in convulsions on the fucking floor, <laughs> passing out.
2: Would you? Would you throw yourself out a window because of the
0: you Listen, know somebody's that, coming? That, that in the mob's coming bastard. after you. That poor bastard. I, again, it's it's gonna bring up all those bad memories. Like just a, Dude, a terrible decision. Decision. Oh, A man. terrible decision.
2: Oswald. Oswald Koppelbot did not deserve to die that night, man. No, he didn't. Evil no, he did didn't. not die that night. No. Right? He should have been given a no. bed. He should have no. given a fruit <laughs>
0: basket, given some new a fresh fucking clothes, nice... a nice fucking sponge bath or something. Yeah, a nice, f- a fresh fish, maybe. Yeah. There you, go. you know, he'll teach someone his French frip. Whatever. We're, we're, we're going down. <laughs> listen, ladies and gentlemen, we're so happy to have Joe on. And I'm going to plug this shit here because it seems to work. You know, the last few episodes you guys have really taken to this. But if you like what you're hearing, you love what you're hearing, you hate what you're hearing. Head on over to iTunes. Please show us some love. Right, Jeremy?
1: Right. I think they should. Yeah. I think, think it be only, only right a
0: review you guys loved that Halloween kills poster contest. I'm sorry. The, those of you that got the posters saw the movie and <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, whatever you wanted it. So I gave it to you.
1: I got one signed before I saw the movie. You've told us three
0: times.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's fourth time. Fourth time. But I heartily enjoy this But now it'll forever live in a bin. But we are
0: here to talk about a slasher. A slasher from 1981 that celebrated its 40th anniversary last month. Yes, we're late on this. It was in October, but better late than never. And a great one to discuss, to celebrate. Um, But before I go any further, those of you that are a big fan of this movie... I will be at the Onset Cinema where the film was shot. Cape May, New Jersey, Inn of Cape May, on Saturday, November 20th. Our buddy Kenny for the Myers House doing amazing things with his Onset Cinema program. Come say hi. I'll have Brain Stew stickers to throw out and maybe we can, you know, drink some Tito's mixed with Fruit Punch and shit like I'm drinking now.
1: Oh. And when he tells you that he's going to give away stickers... He's being very generous because this motherfucker got stickers made and literally gave me one. He was like, "You can only have one." I did that on purpose. That was so, to try
0: to get you to, you know,
1: I don't, to, to tease I don't you believe bit. you. You were being stingy, uh, listen, I, Justin. I want to see him the
0: right. Stingy. See, look at this. See? <laughs> see.
1: Now he's now he's rubbing it in, Joe. He's rubbing it in that I can only have one, and he gets hey, to man, have you all. You better them. be
2: really careful where you place that because you only get one of them. So
1: I, I went to some that's country
2: right,
0: music that's right. bar over the weekend and met my good buddy Gerald of two peas on a podcast. And I actually put one like over a Willie Nelson sticker. Hopefully none of you are Willie Nelson fans, (laughs) but I slathered that shit right over it. So (laughs) there, there it is. But what the hell's a brain? What brain stew, baby. All right. So Joe, you're our guest and I'm going to, I'm going to throw this at you, put you on the spot. If you had to do a half ass synopsis of the prowler, what would you say? Um,
2: Military guy kills somebody in 1945, and then the anniversary comes up, and then he kills more people.
0: With the biggest um. case of blue balls known to man, right? Oh, or,
2: yeah. This this man does not masturbate a, at all, no. A little
0: bit of PTSD in there. Maybe they're trying to say something. Maybe they're not. But yes, this is The Prowler, co-written by Glenn Leopold and Neil Barbera, son of icon Joseph Barbera <laughs> of Hanna-Barbera fame, which- it's slightly crazy. I guess when they were on the set there was a lot of Hanna Barbera stories going around. And if you listen to some of the dialogue, it's a little it's a little cartoonish at times. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 I think
2: Joe Joe Zito even went on to say like something about uh, you know, how ridiculous it was to have the guy writing the script who was also like writing the smurfs Exactly uh, you know on
1: the side, you know?
0: Yeah, so Dude, I
1: didn't I, I, I did not know that. That's yeah, insane.
0: Well, that, you better be happy that we're here to tell you then. Um, oh, man, so this no, movie I'm came out October 9th, 1981, and it had a budget of about a million dollars, and it made less than a million dollars at the box office. Apparently, Jeremy AFCO Embassy wanted to pick this up, and they decided not to, and it was released independently and apparently with that budget with that box office it failed so unfortunately this is a cult classic for real like it lives up to that name it did not do well at all I think this was found much later now I was not a guy that saw this on VHS did either of you find this early on in your lives on VHS I
2: I want to say I can't really remember the first time that I saw this was at a buddy's house and I can't remember. I don't think it was on VHS, but this VHS is super hard to come by. And don't even look on eBay because it's like fucking ridiculous. I that this is one of my Grail tapes, by the Ooh. way, the VCI big box. Um, if anybody's listening and wants to, you know, sell me one hook or this trade me one, <laughs> hook this man up, <laughs> hook me For up, real. please. That's that's a Grail tape of mine, and uh, that would be rad. But yeah, like you said, man, like it it got shit distribution. Um, and, and again, when it came to home video, it just kind of faded into obscurity. And again, that's why those tapes are so, um, they're rare because there wasn't that many produced.
0: Well, I think the biggest reason or two of the biggest reasons behind it, having such a big popularity in the horror crowd now, Tom Savini at his fucking best. I mean, we're going to get into that, but at his fucking best, I mean, some of the most mean spirited, crazy shit he's done. And Joseph Zito, but, who did one of the best slashers of all time, in my opinion, Friday the 13th, the
1: final chapter. <laughs> it is very good. I mean, let's let's just uh, off the break just say, obviously this film got made because of the success of Friday the 13th. And there's so many things that you could pinpoint and go, oh, okay, well, they were absolutely trying to capitalize and, and cash in on this. Um, one thing that I'll just throw out there immediately is the score. Richard Einhorn, mm-hmm. right? Um, it was like somebody from the studio was like, okay, yeah, watch Friday the 13th. We need the, those music stings, you know, the swell, Throw little Jaws in there. Make sure that.
0: Jaws is in there. And the pool scene, Jaws has to be in there. It's got to be in oh, there.
1: Yeah.
2: Dude, we're riding that wave, man. Uh, Everybody wants to be the next Halloween or Friday the 13th at this point. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, but with the Prowler, I mean, we have My Bloody Valentine comes around at the same time. Um, and even the burning everything's kind of right in that pocket there of those two those two to three years Um, and er again like everybody's looking for that hockey mask everybody's looking for that shape you know and uh, I I feel like the Prowler as a killer is pretty fucking iconic dude I agree I,
0: I couldn't agree more
2: yeah, I mean, Cropsy's awesome, and again, The Burning is probably my my favorite I slasher. I think he goes The Burning, My Bloody, Holy My fuck. Bloody Valentine, and then. Uh,
0: dude, and then remind the me prowler to blow you sure. when I see you in person.
1: <laughs> so, so I, I'm I'm gonna ask the the tough question sure. real quick: Is so do you guys both prefer The Prowler over Friday the Thirteenth? The first uh, one, yeah. one hundred fucking percent.
0: Yes. Yeah.
2: Whoa, dude! It's okay, it's way better than the original Friday for sure.
0: I've never honestly I've said this on the show even when we did a 40th anniversary retrospective last year for the first Friday the 13th I appreciate it in terms of its place in the history you know there's so much to love about it but at the same time it's not even in my top five Friday movies so no me neither. There.
2: i mean it's like it's iconic but like i mean because of the, it's the start of the franchise but again i mean it was literally a cash in
0: i mean i think was trying like the slasher. i think genre. i appreciate it more for what it did for the genre as a whole than itself as a movie overall you know but that's
2: y- y- yes and no only because uh, again in in this three in this three year pocket we have very uh smart slasher films and nobody's stupid in these movies um, and I feel like later on it becomes this trope where people seem to have this or remember them all all these people in these movies being really stupid and doing stupid shit um and I don't think that's the case
1: and, and even with this movie you know what I mean yeah I mean the side characters in in the prowler um you know they're kind of indistinguishable you know it's there's not a whole lot to the side characters but what I will say is that uh the the lead. Vicky uh, Vicky Dawson she she was fantastic and I felt I felt like she was a Listen, really believable. Am, am I the only character. one here
0: thinking she's like Amy Steele's twin? I swear to fucking god. Yeah, not. no. Always a double take. Yeah, for take
1: sure, man. Me.
2: Yeah. She looks just like her, especially with the hair down.
0: But I mean, this movie starts off with this really impressive, very accurate news segment with stock real stock footage that they had to like pay to use about the military returning home, you know, followed by this letter where Rosemary is breaking things off. You know, and it, it I, I don't want your dick in me, I want another guy's dick in me. And it's <laughs> I'll have none of it's, that. It's very different from the way most slashers kick off. And there's kind of like this prestige. There's this class mm. to the opening of this movie. And then it it, it, it moves forward to Avalon Bay, June twenty eighth, nineteen forty five, and then this graduation dance. And we see this extremely impressive period piece. There's something about this movie that, I mean, you could tell there's an actual filmmaker behind it rather than just someone trying to throw shit together and make a movie.
2: Sure. And they also had a huge budget for this. I mean, again, you know, Joe getting a million dollars to make this movie is was unheard of. even then, you know, people were getting like half the half or less than that to make the film. I mean, how much how much did they make Friday for?
0: Uh Honestly, I'm pretty sure a lot uh, less than a million. Are you sure? I thought they had at least a million, but did they? I could be wrong. I I could. It's been a few years since I looked at that budget, but I mean, I mean, we got
2: vintage cars in this. We have like vintage uh, uh, army uh, clothing and and
0: costumes, which they they had to find in a warehouse somewhere, and they had to actually borrow the cars from a local collector. Yeah, and all the Victorian like set pieces, like in
2: Cape May, that are just like gorgeous, like the the hotel.
0: Which I can't wait to fucking see. I wish they kept
2: it the way it was, Oh, dude. But I,
0: you know, probably- Dude, wait
2: till you go. uh, The upstairs, the rooms is exactly the same. Oh, by the way, I went to the- (laughs) Oh, (laughs) here we are. uh, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So I went to the Onset Cinema uh, that Kenny did uh, the first time for The Prowler, and I went fully gussied up in my whole prowler costume that I had put together. Uh, which is extremely accurate by the way. If there's any nerds out there Well there's a few nerds uh, I, I give a shit I about. I need to that. connect
0: you with someone because my friend, uh John who does all of the stuff with Kenny, he's been looking for help with that, so I'll have to connect you with him.
2: Oh, totally, man. Yeah, so I, I uh, when I bought my tickets the first time, I reached out to Kenny. That was the first time that I had even known it was a thing. And I was like, hey, I'm going to wear the costume, blah, blah, blah. So uh, I went there, and my buddy uh, Chris Garofalo was there. He made a poster for the event, and Vicky Dawson was there, which was amazing. See, there so you go, to... Jeremy. You
0: missed oh, that lucky. one. That's the one you would have yeah. wanted to go to.
2: I missed it. I,
1: I fucked up, man. I fucked up. Yeah, I should have gone.
2: Yeah, man. So I go there in, in the full costume. Everybody's freaking out. This dude and his wife uh, was buying me and my wife beers all night because of the costume. Zoom, and Kenny was super cool, and I got to take pictures with Vicky, and they had the fucking graduation cake and everything. It was so awesome. They better,
0: they better Sick. have the cake at mine, or I, I'll be really, uh, <laughs> really. upset. And punch! I'm sure they. I will. heard there's gonna be punch, but it, uh, hey, I want it to be the 1980 version, though, where it spiked.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, this is. Oh, hey, there I, you go, dude. You get that handle of Tito's, and that
1: could be you. You could be a uh, uh, Kurt, fucking dumping you it all
0: in there. no, I'm gonna bring a flask. <laughs>
1: By the way, the uh, the budget for Friday the 13th was five hundred dollars No fucking 000. way. Look at that. So there you Look go. Look at that shit. Yep. Okay. Yep. Half, pretty much half the yep. budget of what uh, The Prowler had. Well, there we have it. But
0: th- I think this movie has a in- really impressive opening here. This dance sequence is just, it looks like if you turned on the TV, like Joseph Cito said in his commentary, like when you turn the TV on and just this would be on your TV. You wouldn't think it's a slasher. You wouldn't think it's a low budget horror movie. You'd think it's just a period piece. I mean, these kids are dancing around the bands on stage. It looks beautiful. It's beautifully shot. The music is perfect. And then of course, you know, Roy's like, yo, let's go to the point. I want to get some necking done and get my dick wet. And then
2: fuck, fuck your boyfriend or whatever. If he comes back, I'll just kick his ass back overseas.
0: (laughs) know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's like, you know, basically he started picking a fight for someone touching his girl there. He's like, (laughs) no, fuck this guy. And then you want a slug or what? He's going to get a pitchfork in the back instead, dude. He didn't even get his dick in and he was dead. They were, (sighs) (laughs)
2: I'm a huge FX guy. I'm also, I don't like to call myself an FX artist because I haven't done like any, like major motion You know work, that's but... half
0: the reason I brought you on. I don't <laughs> know if you know that or not, but.
2: I do, I do do special effects, Uh, but uh, man, when that fucking pitchfork goes through them, it goes through both of them and it comes out the other side and the, and, and dude is like hugging Rosemary and it's like, you can see it coming out of her back and everything and, what I love most about this scene is like uh, Joe Zito and Tom Savini for a lot of these shots, for a lot of the effect shots, they planned the days that they were going to do them. But when they came to actually shooting the gag, they just kind of went with it. They didn't even like storyboard it. They were just like, yeah, we're just going to. OK, so you you set it up here and then we're going to shove the fucking thing through them. And this is how it's going to go. And these are the shots or whatever. So it's super impressive, especially a lot of the because, I mean, the kills are the most iconic thing in this film. And it's just like. They're executed superbly every time.
0: I agree. I, I, I it, when I rewatched this movie, it's been a, a few years since I had sat down to rewatch it again because I was really saving it, uh, for the onset cinema. I did see last, I think it was last summer, I was there at Mahoning hoping they had a 35 millimeter print of it. I was told they did. And then they didn't, and they showed a digital print, and I got mad and left
2: because uh, that's that's shitty, dude. Yeah, uh,
0: I mean, I know it's extremely rare to find a 35 print of this movie, but it's you know, just like you have, you want that tape so bad. I just want to see it on 35. Yeah. Um, no, nope, that's the allure, yeah. dude. But yeah. but rewatching it, like it, it is one of the most impressive kills, I think, during that era, maybe even of that year of the slashers.
2: I think so, and I don't consider, personally, I don't consider Maniac a a slasher so much as a psychological thriller with a lot of gore in it, Um, but, I mean, Savini's work in that is fucking top-notch and amazing, and even The Burning, too, Uh, and again, they're so close together, but the way that these hit in this is just different than both of those films. The way that it's portrayed and the way that it's executed are both beautiful but also invoke different feelings like depending on what you're watching like that raft scene in the burning right like there's nothing like that particularly in this movie but they're much more intimate in this if that makes sense
0: yeah it does and i think jeremy yeah. i don't know how you feel about this subject but for me at least i, I think mean, this dude, is one dude, of the most mean spirit. i think it's one man. of the most mean spirited films savini's done
2: sure
1: yeah i, I mean dude masterful work by Savini in this. And there's a reason that, that for all of these slasher films, like, he was the guy. Like, they weren't going to anybody else. Like, he was the guy during that, that time period. And Jesus Christ, he he delivered. And you could tell that as an artist, he grew so much from the time that he did work on Dawn of the yeah. Dead to, you know, just a few years later filming this. I mean, his his effects work are just unbelievable. Unbelievable. I mean, dude, this, this movie, you know... You, it was like an application for some of the people that worked on it for future slasher things. Like, Joe Zito and, and Savini. You know, obviously Savini worked on Friday the 13th as well. But, like, this film was the perfect application for Zito to to make a Friday the 13th film. I mean, Jesus Christ. Like, you, you watch this and it's like, yeah, that's of course we're going to hire this guy to direct a Friday the 13th film. It was definitely mean-spirited. And, and I just—I love— all the attention to detail on the kills, man. That that first kill, that's how you fucking start a fl- uh, a slasher yeah. film, man.
2: Oh, dude, it, it, you're hooked right in, absolutely. And and you're like, holy shit, what is, <laughs> what am I in for? My wife watched. We were this just, we were just last fucking. In. And that
0: that's always how I oh. get reactions, is watching it with someone that's never seen it. And my wife endures slashers. She loves them. <laughs> she doesn't know anything about them like I do. But if it's a ghost movie. She ain't in. She's out. She's going to bed. If it's a slasher movie, she's in and she'll be on the couch. And she was so impressed with that opening. She was like, oh, I'm sitting down for this. And half the time she's like, no, that's some dumb shit that no one ever heard of. I don't want to watch. So I I tell that's how I gauge how impressive a movie is sometimes. Because I'm like, I've seen everything pretty much. There's always that one movie I've never heard of. But, you know, when you come to this genre... You got to have some big balls, you know, and. Oh, yeah, man. Well, because it's so oversaturated. Yeah. So it's like yeah. that opening and it moves forward to 1980, which is, you know, I was born in 83, but God save me, please. I If I could ever do anything, just let me go back and live from 1980 on at this age. <laughs> like, I don't want to be now. I get that we get all kinds of cool boutique things with the movies and conventions and shit but I just, I want to see all these movies in these terrible old school vintage grindhouse theaters so fucking bad. I just oh. thinking about seeing this opening night in like on 45th Street in New York City or something like just it, it makes me so nostalgic.
2: The thing with that is like you don't appreciate that shit until like now though, right? Like all those cats that went to 42nd Street and saw all these movies in the fucking shitty, you know, cum-filled fucking sticky seat whatever theater and saw a double bill of The Prowler and 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 whatever, you know, Basket Case or something or, you know, uh The Burning or something. You know, it's just like I don't I don't I mean they were enjoying it, but I don't think they realized the the cult status that would have came out of it like later, like now how we appreciate it. If that makes sense, because no. all we do, because all we do now is like look back on these films and we're like, shit, like that is the fucking golden age, and it really is, uh, for 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 slasher movies especially. Um, I mean, Jesus, when, what's the last good slasher that you've seen that was like newer, contemporary?
0: Do I really want to answer that, Jeremy?
1: <laughs> I'll pass the baton <laughs> to you. Um, I, I I I can I can I can tell you what I what. One of my favorite contemporary slasher films is it's a it's a foreign film called uh, Cold Prey. Okay, have you seen that? Joe? Uh, I have not, but that's
2: I hey man, I'm down. Dude,
1: holy shit, man! It is uh, brutal as fuck. It takes place in the snow. Ooh, it's uh, there's there's three of them. It's a trilogy. Okay, um, and I dude, I have the first two on DVD. The third one, man, I I can't find a US release for it, and like I can't find like anything with subtitles, and it's like, well, I don't. Speak fucking whatever you know <laughs> language. I don't know <laughs> what language so it's, it's like, in, but I like <laughs> it. I'm like, all right. Like, I, I, at one point, I actually tried to watch it. I was like, fuck it, I'll just watch it and not know what the fuck they're saying. And I'm like, no, nah, I, I can't oh, do man. this. Yeah, dude, Cold, I definitely got to check that Cold out. Cold Prey is a good one, dude. Cold Prey is fucking awesome. You know, another it's it's another trilogy that I really really enjoyed. That it sounds ridiculous, but I, I tell people often when they ask, like, well, what about some like modern slashers, dude? It was a made-for-TV trilogy for MTV. My Super Psycho Sweet Sixteen. Really? Dude, they, I'm not joking when I tell you, they are literally 80s slasher films. Really? Folks. They're fucking fantastic, man. The, uh, the guy, and I can't remember the filmmaker's name, but it's the same filmmaker. He made all three of them. He's done some other genre work as well. But you could tell that this guy not only loves eighty slasher films, but he knows them inside and out and MTV gave him a huge budget and they were like, Hey, we've got this T V show called My Super Sweet Sixteen or whatever the fuck right. it's called. And they're like, here's some money, go make a horror version of this for like straight to T V movies and, and he did and the uh they only had like a limited like D V D release <laughs> on like, Amazon <laughs> or some shit like that to where now you can't even hardly find them. But dude they're it's fantastic. I gotta they're I gotta really check it good. out, Freaky was okay, but that was more like a comedy,
2: you know what I mean? Sure. Uh, but yep. again, like, we're uh, not to derail the conversation too much, but, like, we're on the cusp of, like, we have a new Halloween, we have a new fucking Chucky series, we have a new Scream coming yeah. out, and it's like, okay, but, like, are they doing the things that uh, they kind of need to do, you know? If that makes sense. Well, that 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 is subjective. So I, I, I would have to. I, I know it's subjective. It, it's, it's
0: going to be. And, you know, like, it, it's like mm. I liked Terrifier. Not, that's not for everybody. Maybe that's the last mean-spirited slasher that I really enjoyed. I mean, but even the likes of like Hellfest or whatever, which is like a modern mainstream, very typical slasher. I'm like, eh, I passively enjoyed it. I had a few drinks, sat in the theater, and watched it with three other people in there. But it, it's just... I guess I appreciate the fact that they're being produced in the first place and that people are still watching them. Like that, my kid who's 17 years old would go to the theater to see them with her friends, you know, considering they're not really, you know, when the haunted house movies took over for so yeah. fucking long, you know, it was the torture porn and the haunted house movies that they can even exist. Yeah, I mean we're hit, we're hitting that
2: cycle again, uh where where it's all coming back cuz we're going a new paranormal activity too, which actually doesn't look bad and I think that Scream 5 trailer looks okay. Um but I I, I don't know. I, I just don't see a lot of like really good indie stu- indie slashers, excuse me, cuz like everybody's trying to do that kind of like uh I don't even know how to put that, but more 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 uh I don't want to say hipster, but like uh
1: like art, art, house house, yeah, art house. Yeah. More art house, which I
2: appreciate, but like, there's no, like, n- not that there's none, but like, I haven't personally seen anything lately coming out of the indie community that's like, holy shit, you need to fucking see this slasher, right? Well, it's, it, it, I yeah, feel like
1: exactly. And, well, Joe, 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 let me, let me pick your, let me pick your brain, stupid, Joe. It. Uh, tell me, uh, wh- what do you think about the hatchet movies?
2: I think I think one is fine. Look, Adam Green did that. It, it was a beautiful love letter. You got John Carl Beekler doing the effects, and you know I'm fucking here for that. And Kane Hodder as, as uh, Victor Crowley. Uh, I could, you can keep the rest of it, right? I thought it was, I thought Gosh. it was a fun little homo- uh, uh, homage, and and I'm good, right? So, yeah.
0: yeah.
1: No, uh, yeah. I mean, dude, I I loved. It's funny. I, I had this exact conversation. Earlier, uh, I was talking with my buddies, Nathan, and I, I feel like, you know, we-, we talked about Terrifier and we brought up Hatchet. You know, I I was someone that when Hatchet came out, I was fucking Oh, yeah, man. I because, remember. Oh, man, I was so into it. And I'm like, dude, fucking 80 slasher flicks are coming back to the modern mm-hmm. age. We got a new horror icon. You know, I was super stoked. I felt like I was just ready for that next thing. I'm not saying that it's not good. I still appreciate the Hatchet films for what they are, but now looking back, I'm like, well, no wonder I was so into them. is because I desperately wanted that mm. thing that had been missing from, from the movies that I was watching. Um, and I kind of feel like Terrifier is that new thing because I'm not saying that it doesn't deserve to have fans or that it doesn't deserve to get the recognition it's getting, but, like, these guys are getting added to, like, every convention, and I'm like, holy shit, man, like... Like, and people are requesting them. They're like, bring the Terrifier, people. So I'm like, okay, so, like, maybe this is you know, for what's happening right now, how I felt in 2007 with, like, people that just wanted the next thing, and, like, let's be honest, clowns are hot, right? Everybody, you put a clown in something, it's gonna make some fucking Sure,
2: money. no, I get that. Uh To be fair, to your point, just to be fair, like, I haven't seen Hatchet in, <laughs> in a fucking decade, dude, like, but I remember liking it a lot, I own it, so maybe I should revisit it, and I, I can, you know, yeah. I can get a better handle on it. I, I see what you're saying, though, for sure.
0: Well, Getting back to the prowler, guys. Sorry, no, it's
2: okay. This ha- listen, I love you guys. I don't get to really talk too this much about this. Happens all the stuff. time, and that's yeah. what our
0: listeners love. So they don't give yeah. a fuck. But moving along here, listen. <laughs> what do you drink? You're your goddamn Mountain Dew over there. I need to pound. I need to pound my fruit punch mixed with Tito's here, just like I'm a graduate in 1980. I love this scene where the sheriff is all like, well, we just heard there's a murder nearby. Some dude robbed a store. They say the killer may be on his way, but fuck it. I'm going fishing because I can't never start off no summer without catching some trout. Protecting sir, baby. I mean, that that scene right there, I'm like, okay, something's happening here. (laughs) They're removing the threat, but also, like, is it something...
2: I don't know. I'm just here for Farley Granger, dude. Like he's my dude. Like, uh, I, you know, he's a Hitchcock alumni, and he's in a he's in a great episode of Tales from the Dark Side uh, called Painkiller. I don't know. He's just a ham, and I love him. He's not. He doesn't have too much to do with this movie, but you know,
0: I do. He's in like two seconds of the movie. If you want to be fair, literally (laughs) two scenes. But I mean, (laughs) that's great though. With with a million dollar budget, you can only hope. But Following this, I think there is a scene in this. There are some shots that literally make me ooze from my phallic area. Mm, Oh, yeah. Hey, guys, how many superhero suit-up scenes have we had throughout the years? Batman, Superman, Snake Plissken. I mean, these badass characters. But how many amazing horror icon suit-ups have we had?
2: I, the only one I can think of off the top of my head is from the Thanksgiving trailer uh, that Eli Roth did for uh, for the for the Grindhouse movies, and I fucking love yeah. that so much, dude. When he's putting the fucking hat on and the gloves and shit, um, it's great. But uh, but yeah, the Prowler, the Prowler, the Prowler's here zipping up his fucking uh, army fatigues and all that yeah, shit, dude. man. Zipping he's, up his
0: boots, knife it. in the sheath, ready to fucking kill. Dude.
2: I'm going to tell you right now it's hard as hell to lace up those fucking gaiters, man. I tell you what, when you put the costume
0: on, it's very tough to get that I wonder right. how many shots they had to take to get that right, you know? <laughs> just just thinking, I mean just for me like they're they're definitely glorifying the killer in a weird strange way. I mean, this is technically kind of before uh the popularity of the suit-up scene in a weird way. Mm. But
2: I, I can't think of, do you guys remember any? I can't, I can't Not really... before this.
0: I mean, after this, no, we, we had no. a bunch, I mean, I think Snake Pliskin and Escape from New York a few years oh, later. Sure. But I mean, like in a horror movie, that's why I had to yeah. ask this question. I can't recall. Yeah. I mean, this is the first time, you know, you get those close-ups of, of that. And like, obviously now in modern terms, we associate that with like, yeah, we're, we're getting something good here. And that's what the movie gives you. And I think, I don't know if people watching it now looking back would notice that or not. But for me, I'm like, holy fuck, dude, we're getting a suit up scene for our main killer. And it's amazing.
2: (laughs)
1: It's pretty awesome. Yeah. (laughs) Can, can we real quick, just, just talk about the fact that, uh, me and you both put something in our notes, Justin, and we, we rarely discuss we stuff never, that we're going to talk about ever. on the show Unless Unless you're, you're going to talk shit about ever. me,
0: and then I have to make sure you're not going to make me look too bad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, well, earlier when we were talking about recording the show tonight, we talked about uh, the character of uh, Mark London, and I was like, dude, and I sent you a picture, and I was like, this motherfucker looks like fucking and Murphy, yes! and you were like, holy it's shit, scary, dude.
0: dude. You're it's a- fucking scarecrow.
1: Yeah, you were you were like, holy shit, bro! I have that in my notes, and I was like, dude. So dude, do I. <laughs> if this was the movie dumpster,
2: you know that motherfucker would be in the MDU. It'd be like Killian Murphy is the fucking sheriff of this town, and then he becomes a fucking psycho, and then he be you know he designs a fucking uh fear toxin and fights Batman. There, there, there you go. It's all connected. <laughs> there, there. that one angle, out, man.
0: It. It's that one side <laughs> angle. I'm telling you. As soon as I saw it, I was like. It, 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 it's him. He's there. I'm, I'm <laughs> seeing shit. I'm
1: like, dude, this motherfucker just needs to find a quiet place. <laughs> a quiet. He needs to find Which, a by quiet the place. Re- he's got that red eye, one of the too. Best yeah. Fucking
0: things about that movie. <laughs> I fucking love that movie, and I loved him in it. He's a brilliant guy. He needs. He needs more work. You know what? We need to see him in a new slasher movie, where he's the killer. There you go. Go do it, Hollywood. I mean,
2: he's got he's got the face. He's got the fucking face. I take man. it. Oh, side note. Uh, I don't hate Devin. S- I, I've been watching that new Chucky series, and I don't hate Devin Sawa. I think he could. He he's totally hit the age where he can be that fucking like disgruntled sheriff or whatever. For oh shit, for a is he? In that?
1: I haven't watched it yet. Even though I told you I would, yeah. I, would I would do it. And I, I would talk I'm wait. To you, I'm but, wait. I'm waiting to binge it. Yeah. I'm, w- I'm waiting I've to binge it. I've, that I've shit. watched the
2: first four episodes. Uh you know, it is what it is. Uh it's it, it look, I like it better than the than the the last three installments to so put it that way. Um
1: yeah, that I've been
2: hearing a lot of that. I need to watch recently, it. So that, I really that, that, that's good to hear. Watch it, but w- yeah. it's it's interesting. We, you know, I'm wondering to see where it goes. But anyway,
1: uh, dude, Devin Sawa, man, fucking uh, the fanatic with John Travolta. Have you no, seen that? No, I have I've seen the John Travolta <laughs> bit. Oh. <laughs> I've, se- I've watched clips of it, but I haven't seen. Jeremy,
0: the whole full, thing. full it's commentary, so good. ladies and gentlemen. Tell me if you want it. Full commentary.
1: Dude, <laughs> dude can I let, be let, on i that, that shit, man. For yes, God's sake. <laughs> I forgot. Fuck yes, you can. Dude, and the creepy thing, and then we can get back to the problem, I swear to God. But the creepy thing is, is like obviously, like I'm a big autographer. And the conversations that John Travolta has, like his character has in the show, or I mean in the movie, it, it's uncanny because I've, I've heard those same exact conversations happen in real life. Like, well, what kind of pins do they have on their table? I don't know how, are they flowing right? Are they fl- like, do you think that they'll take, they'll use my pen and like, you I'm, I'm like, going to lie to you, Jeremy. Dude, when I watched
0: the movie, I'm like, that's you.
1: That's uh, Jeremy. Homie. That's am right sli- slightly there. less I'm right there with you. Slightly dude. <laughs> less
0: nerdy. Well, actually, you're less nerdy than you're. You're way cooler than he is. You're you're Thank very you. attractive. They gave him that terrible bowl cut, but I mean, you had to do something with you know since he's bald for real, and they put the weird hair and stuff. Yeah. But.
1: Dude, you want actually you want to hear something fucked up? Is like I just shaved my head again today, right? Because like you know, I'm also like a pretty much bald guy. You know. And so, like, I fucking my my parents wanted to FaceTime with uh with my daughter earlier. So like, I was sitting on the couch, you no know, hat on, and and my dad was like, "Holy shit, you look like John Travolta right now!" And I was like, "God Oof. damn it!" So this this conversation. I going, swear to God, I look? thought
0: you were just gonna tell me that your parents wanted to FaceTime with John Travolta, and you made something happen <laughs> for a quick little meet and <laughs> greet. I don't know, because you know everybody in the fucking world. Like, can, honestly, can you get him on the show? Can you? Maybe.
1: I'll see what I can do. Just okay. see what I can do. <laughs> as
0: uh, as
2: as one man who's comfortable with the sexuality to other and the, these other two men that I'm talking to, you're both very handsome guys, by the way. And I wish Thank I you. looked as good as you do with a shaved head,
1: <laughs> because I would do the same thing. <laughs> Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Confidence level. <laughs> just don't let him. You don't look like John Travolta. I mean, Put it that if way. If he stands next to you, he'll look
0: great. <laughs> if he stands next to me, he'll look very <laughs> short. Just saying. It's just kind of a thing. Hey, I get yeah. it. Tap him on the head, and good boy.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're like uh, it's we're like the fucking movie twins over here. We when we when we hang out together, it's like I'm fucking DeVito and he's come on, you're my brother. I swear to God. come on, <laughs> just be <see> my brother <laughs> with his with his uh, short shorts that smell like fucking uh, Taco Bell <laughs> oh, dumpster.
0: Goodness very gracious, very true. But again, ladies and gentlemen, you know you love what you're hearing. But back to the prowler. We hey, going off the rails is what this show is all about. I will so stop. I, I will stop. Inter-
2: I will stop interjecting. I'm sorry. No,
0: we actually want no. you to do that. We Everyone need it. Wants it. <laughs> Come That's on. That's what they love. Seriously, our listeners. If if I could look out at you in the audience right now and see you cheering, all four of you, I know you'd all be raising your hands, <laughs> screaming, and loving us. But we have to get to the first kill on this. Well, the first kill in 1980 the, in this. Yes. With oh. Fuck me, damn it, Joe! You, you're the effects guy. The knife through the top of the head, through Carl's chin. All Carl wants to do, like anyone in any slasher movie, male or female, is get laid. He's just trying to oh, pick yeah, up his dude, date, shit. and she's in the shower. She's showing her melon. Oh yeah. Up, and he's like, yo, I'll take my clothes off.
1: <laughs> so, so this <laughs> motherfucker gets ready for prom, right? He gets ready. He does his hair. He's ready for prom. Now all of a sudden he's like, oh. I'm going to go get in the shower Dude. now. And then I'm going to have to get ready for prom again. Dude, if Sherry's in the
2: shower and she's like, hey, Lana, come in. Uh, I'm out of my fucking gorilla suit in a flash.
0: And in that shower, I don't know about <laughs> you, cat. You're ripping that button off the top of your shirt. You're throwing the tie on the floor. Dude, oh, fuck yeah. the graduation party. This is what we were supposed to get to at the end. I'm getting it now. <laughs> I'm getting my, my fucking appetizer before my dinner. So, yeah, 100%. But it leads to... One of the meanest, one of the most brutal kills. And I love watching Tom Savini's uh, behind-the-scenes video on how he did this kill with the prosthetic head. You would never be able to tell, man. Seriously. Mm -hmm. With Savini's work, it's so seamless. The way that bayonet blade goes to the top of the head, down through the chin, and at the bottom, man, I feel that shit. I think he's one of the only effects guys that, at least for me... When I see the kill, I feel that shit. Like the, that part of my body will start tingling a little bit and I'll cringe a little bit. And I'm like, fuck, man, when he puts that damn. knife down through the top of his head and they you see the shot of him suffering, you're like, fuck me, dude. You just sit
1: back. Oh, and, is that- damn. It It's the most iconic imagery that's associated with this film. Anytime somebody gets the license to this movie and they're, they're like, OK, now I can I can paint something and put it on a T-shirt to sell it's always this yeah. image. I mean it's just it's iconic and whoever came up with the idea of making his eyes white is a genius fucking level. genius because it's it's so jarring and and strange and terrifying looking like holy shit. They were man. supposed to uh be like his eyes rolled in the back of his head. It doesn't
2: necessarily come off that way so much as it's just super fucking creepy. And uh and 100%. to your point Justin, the the, the the magic of Savini's work is that this is a guy who was in the fucking trenches as a photographer in Vietnam, right? He's he's literally seen everybody killed in every which way and it's very well For documented. Real. And he took photos so, of it, man, which is crazy. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's I think that's a testament to his Work and the, his legendary status, really. I mean, that's why you feel the way you
1: do. I feel like when you see something from Savini. I mean, do do you feel like that's why he's so angry when he goes to conventions because he <laughs> just is thinking about all those dead bodies? You know, I wasn't gonna bring that up, but uh, <laughs> have at it, boys.
0: I ain't met him yet, <laughs> I, I, but I've heard <laughs> so many stories from all of y'all. So, uh,
1: I he he's actually always been nice when I've met him. I've I've been like, except for one time, and it was like early on going to conventions and like, I just got this Dawn of the Dead tattoo. And I don't, I guess I, I don't know what, I was younger, I was, you know, late teens. I, I guess I didn't know what to expect from him because I I walked up to him and was like, oh man, check out my tattoo. And he was like, cool. And that and was that it. Was so it. I guess I don't, well, I, I, honestly I don't know. Like, him to what, say, what, I what don't, don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, I guess I don't know what reaction I wanted out of him. He just went, cool. I was like, Thanks, man. Have a good one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that I'm not the
2: only one who had that experience because, like, again, like, he's one of my heroes. So, to be, uh, I've told the story on on my show uh, multiple times of different encounters with him. Uh, I've only met him twice, but they were both uh, mediocre to awful, uh, especially that first time. Because, like, again, I'm an up-and-coming teen. Uh, who's who wants to do uh, you know effects work? And I go to one of my idols, and I'm like, oh my god, like I love your work so much. And we're talking about Creep Show and stuff like that. And uh, I mentioned the the bullet hole with the fishing line. and I'm like, wow, that's really brilliant. Like that, how you how you you engineered that and all that stuff. And he's like, yeah, nobody does it like that anymore. And then he just like looked away from me, and I was like, and that's when my fucking soul was crushed inside of me <laughs> as a kid.
0: Listen, kid, I'll just sign your uh- shit. Move over there to the end of the line.
2: Basically, but he sounds very I, I, nice on, like, commentary
1: tracks and shit, so I expected that, right? You know, w- what's funny is that, so, of course, uh, people that go to conventions and go to autograph shows, they they openly talk about how much of a dick they think that he is, and like I said, I I got lucky in, in the fact that, you know, I think the second time that I, I met him, my wife was with me, and I don't think that we were married yet then, but, like, he was like, oh chick so he was like trying to be funny and witty and like he was super cool man he was he was really cool and very talkative but I feel like it's because she was there but uh obviously it got back to him on like you know how people thought he was a dick oh really and I, I read a whole response from him where he uh he was like put it this way guys he goes you guys coming up to me and telling me how great I am he was like it's it's very nice and I appreciate it. He goes, however, I don't know how to respond to it. He goes, I, I really don't. I've never gotten used to it. It's something that I just don't know how to process sure. it. He goes, He goes. I like Leonardo DiCaprio. He goes, I, I'm a big fan of his work and I think he's one of the greatest actors that have ever lived. He goes, so guess what? When I found out that I was going to be working with him on Django, he goes, rather than just walk up to him and go, hey, I, I'm a big fan of your Your work, he goes, I knew that the conversation would immediately be over because Leonardo DiCaprio would go, oh, thanks, man, and he would keep walking. However, I wanted to have a conversation with him, so I did research on Leonardo DiCaprio and come to find out we had something in common that we both collect vintage movie posters. He said, so I approached Leonardo DiCaprio and said, hey, you know, how's it going? I'm Tom, you know, nice to meet you. Yeah, like I read that you collect vintage posters, man. I do too, and he goes, next thing you know, in between filming we're talking for over half an hour. He said if I would have just walked up and said, "Hey man, I'm a big fan of yours." He would have said, "Cool. And went about his business?" So he goes, "If you want to have a real conversation with me, like do some research. Let's talk about something that we're both interested in." So I thought that that was that was interesting. Okay. Let me uh,
2: let me parry that comment. Here we go. <laughs> so I'm at the Mahoning Drive-In. I am in full fu- again, in full fucking uh, prowler regalia. Where the fuck and I'm was I? Like,
0: Where the fuck was like, I for this? Well, they
2: did it for they did it for Halloween because they showed Creep Show um. uh, and they had Monster Mania there, so they had Savini there. Okay, um, and I was like, "This is it, man. This is I'm gonna I'm gonna rectify that bad experience I had, and we're gonna we're gonna hit it off. We're gonna talk." And uh, so I so I dress up and I go, and I meet him, and I bring my Italian poster. What are they called? The the uh, laga, whatever the fuck they're called, the the, the little posters and I have it of Rosemary's Killer, but the Italian version, uh, so I show up, I, I show up, and I meet him in the costume, and he's just like, huh, Rosemary's Killer, yeah, I worked on that, and I'm like, yeah, I know, I'm, I'm, (laughs) I was like, I'm a big fan of your work, and like, uh, and I, and again, with the poster thing, I bring the poster out, I'm like, yeah, this is Italian, uh, uh, I forget the name of it, it's a, it's a, it's some. it starts with an L, excuse me, I can't remember, um, but he put I put it out, and he's like, "Oh, this is great." He's like, "Oh, where'd you get this?" And blah blah. blah. And I'm like, I was telling him about, uh, you know, I, I found it on eBay, and I had this whole uh, uh, debacle with finding an original one sheet uh, with this guy in the UK, and we were talking. So to your point about like talking about like, um, you know, vintage movie posters and stuff, albeit one that he's worked on. Um, I am a collector of posters as well as Jeremy is, and uh, it was just one of those things where he said only a couple words like we talked I I told him exactly like like I told him the story and then he's like huh. and then he just signed it and that was it like you know what i mean and it was it, i still felt like i felt like when i was like 17 so i was like All right, okay it, it, it's kind of the it was kind of the same experience i guess is what i'm saying you know
0: i think where i'll leave the savini discussion in terms of meeting him was when i was at crittercon and i actually met you for the first time joe And that was great. And and I was buying like a a tiny little awesome critter from one of those independent artists that were hanging out. And he was there and he had worked at the Savini school for special effects. And we just started chatting while we were hanging out and I was going to buy this critter off of him. And he was like, yo, worst situation, worst experience for a fan ever. Like, even as recent as like him being there as someone getting education for special effects and Tom coming in to show them the episode of creep show that he had directed or co-directed
2: the Loch Ness one. Yeah. Yeah, Not not great. (laughs) And
0: like it being like all about him, nothing about the students, nothing about the effects and just a whole smorgasbord of, you know, a lot of feces all over the table and like not really giving a fuck about anybody else. And I, you know, I've never met the man. I don't know the man in real life, but I get now, you know, why I've heard so many stories. Sure. I guess for me at least, and I've always tried to do this. It's been difficult on so many occasions <laughs> on all these things that I've done, you know, these different encounters and meeting people is to separate the art from the artist, But I'm sure you guys get it, man. It's so fucking hard sometimes to do that, especially when you hear so many stories and your own experiences have been so kind of weak to shit. You know, like it, it's 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 that moment where you meet your hero, and people have said throughout the years, "Don't ever want to meet your hero because they're not who you expect them to be,"
1: kind of thing. Yeah. But most of the time, from my experience, that that hasn't been true. But however, if if you do this for as long as what me and Joe have been doing. You're bound to run into people either out in the wild at, at events or at autograph shows that do not live up to your expectation or maybe not even your expectation. They're just not kind people right. that, you know, they don't I don't think they get it. You know, I, I've said it a thousand times and, and I'll say it a thousand times more. Alice Cooper, I'm not a big fan of his music, but I'm a big fan of the way that he treats his fans. Sure. Right, you know, he he has gone on record as saying many times that when I walk out of my front door, I am Alice Cooper for the people. He said I will always stop, I will always sign, I will always take pictures because my fans made me. They gave me a career that's lasted. He should tell that to kiss. He, he should goes, tell what? that. To kiss. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He said when I'm at home, that's my time. But anytime yeah. I walk out of my front door, I am Alice Cooper for the people and I love And that. I guess that's I guess that's my problem with it cuz like that's the mentality that like I
2: I personally would have. I would be humble about my work and be like holy shit people give a shit about me especially fucking how many years fucking removed from these movies, you know what I mean? And somebody's still coming up to me going, "Wow, that was really excellent. I love you," you know, or or whatever. Uh, you know, and you can chalk it up to, you know, him being modest and kind of um you know he doesn't really know what to say to you if you if you say oh you're great or whatever and i kind of uh relate to that in in a way where it's like you don't think you're great or as good as you could be or you're always trying to be better um and i get that too but it's that's but to 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 justin's point too like that's no excuse to come into these people are paying you to come in and and learn from yeah, you yeah they're not meeting they respect, you on the
0: street at the local fucking yeah. Sunoco or whatever
2: yeah they come in to learn and they, and they respect you and they expect to learn from the master, or or in their minds. And you come in and you just flaunt a fucking creep show episode that's probably one of the weakest out of that fucking first season. And you're they're supposed to what? I don't know what Grovel at your feet. What, what, what you know? I don't know. It's just kind of it's just shitty. I I wish he was a, just a tad more humble and a tad more personable, but you know. It is what it is. He's still a legend, for and sure. Luckily, and I, luckily, boys, absolutely. we can
0: sit here and look back at his past work and appreciate it. And I think mm. that's the key thing. He hasn't, like, murdered anybody. No, there's, no question there's, about there's, it. There's no, like, hashtag me too on Tom Savini. None that we know about, <laughs> at least. we're like, we got to cancel this motherfucker. Yo, he, he's no, just no, a prick. No. And if you meet him and you pay to meet him, he's going to be a prick. He'll sign your poster.
1: He'll... Can can we talk about the fact that he's like an old ripped prick? I don't know if he still yeah. is, but for years in his 60s, the guy was He's not now though cuz he, he had
0: like a health thing or something and he's Yeah.
1: He also like dude, I mean, he had a little bit of his come up cuz he got hit by <laughs> a what fucking car. That's what it was. Yeah.
2: Okay. <laughs> Look, I don't wish any ill will on the fucking guy. I'm just saying I wish I I wish it just didn't break my spirit. That's all.
1: Yeah. No, I I I fucking get it, man. I, I fucking get it. Yeah.
2: Anyway, he's a, he's a fucking legend and he's, he's amazing. And all of his work is fantastic. And I still uh, am enamored by it. Let's put it that way. Yeah,
0: and, and even more so in this movie, I think, again, for me, uh, this is one of my favorite slasher movies. He had his hand in, you saw what he was able to do with Dawn of the dead. Then he moved on to Friday the 13th. And I think right after that, like you said, Joe, earlier on with the burning and this back to back, He really just started knocking it out of the fucking park. Like, you don't see effects like this that are as mean and real, you know? No.
2: And to his credit, dude, this guy was turning this shit around like nobody's fucking business. Like, uh, I think he did that cropsy makeup in like three fucking days. Yeah, three days. Like, like, oh my god. Because there was no,
0: uh, they they had no idea what they wanted it to look like. And he threw it together. And I love that makeup. I love that image iconic. But I mean, yeah. I wish it would be more appreciated, but even more so here Absolutely we have an amazing fucking horror icon with awesome fucking kills. And I think that there is a level of suspense and build up in this movie almost all the way through. I'll get to the ending as we finish out the episode that Joseph Zito employs that is kind of an entryway to show you what he could do, Jeremy. Mm. For a Friday the 13th, the final chapter, oh. we get expertly produced suspense <laughs> yeah. to almost to almost every kill. I mean, I mean, other than like, you know, creepy ass old Major Cheney Chatham, <laughs> next door, getting his fucking getting all grabby grab, grabby make all fucking grabby with <laughs> isotoners on, you know, I'm just gonna poor Lawrence Tierney. <laughs> <laughs> ugh, ugh. I'm like, dude, you, you need gloves? Hey, wait, wait, I that? don't even give a speaking role in this. I just sit in my wheelchair. I'm just going to grab at you, talk. and she's going to shriek for fucking three minutes straight with no dialogue. What? Let me go. <laughs> ah. And he's just like, <laughs> ugh. Ugh. poor bastard. <laughs>
2: <laughs> to be fair, there's a lot of waiting around for, for something to happen, especially uh, with... Uh, you know how they go to the uh you know she goes to the end in- oh wait I, I gotta i gotta say yeah this. go in. or or or, get in or do you want to do you want to <laughs> do you want to introduce this because after sherry and and uh kirk get killed uh we have some more you know love triangle
0: whatever's going on uh oh you mean the bitch at the, the dance yeah yeah she's like yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna grab you right now honey i'm gonna dance with you and i'm gonna look at that other bitch and i'm gonna dance with you she's shaking her ass and i'm like i don't know what you got honey i'm like he ain't he'd be walking away from you in a I minute i don't know dude i don't
2: know they were no? into that like no 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 yeah the no butt thing i don't know what's up with that
0: i mean there's the no no thing i don't know maybe i'm being mean i don't I, i'm just like okay slightly permed a little bit nice dress i don't <laughs> big, big hair big ass that's what i'm after here we go <laughs>
2: Um, so, uh, yeah, the, you know, uh, she dumps some punch on Vicky by accident, like, it because of the sheriff, like, she bumps into him, but Vicky Dawson goes back to the room where Sherry and Kurt are killed. Now, this is fucking so fantastic, this scene, because she goes in, and, and she thinks Sherry's in the shower, and she's talking to her, and she's like, yeah, whatever, and, uh, the door slowly opens and, 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 and uh, the prowler is still in Dude, the fucking bathroom. it's putting her
0: directly in danger and it's leading yes, up to such a great but, sense of suspense.
1: Man, it's... Wasn't she taking a shower when when Vicky's character first left for the dance too though like I think
2: th- I think Vicky thinks they're fucking in there or
1: messing around so she's like I, I just okay. came to I'll- change my dress You think
2: she'd hear some <laughs> Well <laughs> 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 I, I don't know dude if somebody came in the room you're fucking you're mid thrust you're stopping and you're like oh, who's
1: that If 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 my friend was taking a shower and then I came back like 45 minutes later and I still heard the shower be like all right did you like pass out in there, there you stroke out she was like yeah. exactly or you'd Fuck be in. hearing something like oh maybe she was like mm, "Yeah, have fun with your fucking two hour shower I'm gonna change I'm my there. My, you're, you're my blows there? you all good you
0: pass out <laughs> I mean I go to the sun at the gym five times a week and I almost well, pass actually, you out know what? every time I, so. I, I Oh man.
1: I, I, I take I take actually I, I take my last comment back because when Justin drinks, he fucking takes the next day he'll take a fucking shower for like fucking ever and then he'll get out and then he'll drink that liquid IV shit and then he'll get back in the shower for like another hour to shake it. Dude, the that's very off. true. So, I, maybe I just, I'll take that uh, back. Honestly
0: I will stand there in a hot fucking shower. A hotel, hopefully. So I don't have to pay the water bill, and it'll just like that. Sounds like a good remedy, dude. It's it's a great remedy, but that liquid IV shit, ladies and gentlemen. I wish they'd sponsor us on this show. Be like, listen to this drunk, (laughs) listen to this drunk, motherfucker, because he can do this show, and then afterwards drink our product, and then wake up in the morning and hey, how you doing, buddy? I want to hang out with you.
2: I'm so excited when the fucking stars align, whenever that is, when we're all at a fucking convention or whatever together, so I can fucking hang with you cats and just fucking get shitty. Hey man, I don't do do whatever. Last time
0: I saw you, it was honestly just gonna say it was it was a really big treat, and I remember texting Jeremy afterwards, telling him because
2: I was (laughs) just (laughs) saying I I thought you were gonna be there, dude. I was looking forward to seeing you.
0: We got his Uh, poster signed for him, but uh, he
1: couldn't (laughs) make it. Got my posters. Dude, Joe was gonna get my I poster signed, and then, and then, like, and then you guys well, were not I know like, really hey, going. Want I was like, Justin okay.
0: to do it, cause he's gonna fuck it up. It's gonna be in the wrong spot <laughs> with the wrong marker.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but got me sounding like like Travolta from Fanatic, man. No, for real. To be like, fair, the
2: Kyoto's the Kyoto's had uh, had their shit on lock, dude. With their uh, with their markers, yeah.
1: They they
0: did, and they were oh, amazing. Yeah. And uh, you know, it's just like for me, at least, I think just being a little bit sentimental here, you kind of gotta be that way, you know. You don't meet many people in the real world that are special to you. A lot of stuff is on the intranet, if you will. And yeah. uh, for real, though, it was a, a big joy meeting you in person. And uh, for you sure, know, you Jude. don't get yeah, you don't get those kinds of interactions that often. So anytime I meet anyone that I think is going to be. A fantastic person, you, you, like, you, a, a, like a, a real, real friendship, friendship. Yeah. A, a real dude, a real person, real chick, whatever they are, you know, Totally, and I don't. I don't see
2: you guys that much. I think the last time I saw Jeremy in person, uh, he he had hair. Probably by the bathroom. He probably had hair. (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 dude. The last time I saw him, I think uh, it was by like the bathroom at Monster Mania, and we and we and we just we were talking for a little while, but like. I don't know. I consider you guys friends. I don't see you that often. Oh, but, for sure. You know.
1: Dude, it, it's so funny. I feel like anytime me and Joe run into each other, it's always like just like the happiest. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, oh, oh my God. shit <laughs> hey! It's never planned. It's never fucking coordinated. It's always like, oh shit always hey! Run and then into like each other. we fucking catch yeah. up. Yeah, dude. It's 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 the best, man. It's one of the best things about going to horror conventions, man, is is I've met so many people that I'll be friends with for the rest of my life. I mean, that's life. where we
2: met, uh, dude. Like,
1: <laughs> so. oh, fuck yeah, dude. It's, I mean, dude, it's, it's, if you're a horror movie fan and you've never been to, you know, an autograph show, I, I so strongly suggest that you go and you give it a shot because. You know, waiting in line typically sucks. Like nobody likes to wait in line. I've never heard somebody say, "You know what? I fucking like I wait do. in line." Yeah, well, never. Yeah. I do. However, it makes it's, a,
0: it's, it's, like, it's like the it's, tattoos it's, I get, man. It's worth the wait if it's that good. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah, it's it's a, it's a necessary thing at these shows that you that you wait in these lines. But what's what's great about waiting in these lines sometimes is that you meet these people that are just like you, sure. and that they they share the same hobbies and the same loves and the same passions. And then you get to talking. So all of a sudden when you're in line for two hours for fucking Nev Campbell or fucking Amy Steele or whoever, it's like you talk to these people and you're like, holy shit, like this person's just like me. And the next thing you know, you're like, Hey man, are you on Facebook? Yeah. You know? And then, and then you just become friends. With, I mean, that's with people, how and then you and I
0: met. It wasn't a, you know, yeah. it wasn't an autograph thing, but it was a movie thing. And that's how I've met so many of the amazing yeah. people that I've met over the past 10 years. It would be nothing if it wasn't for all of these different screenings or conventions. So 100% take the jump, dude. J- oh, for sure. Jump. I, I, I was jump on, right in. Go on. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was online for Clive Barker, and I
2: I was just talking to this girl, and we were just talking. Me and my wife were talking to her, and we were talking about Clive Barker and, and stories and stuff. Turns out it's Adriana Gober, and she puts on shows at the Frank Banco L House. That's like, it, I, th- I believe it's in Allentown, which is like uh, 45 Allentown minutes from Allentown PA, man. From... That's not far yeah. from where
0: I grew up, so that's Yeah, awesome. man, it's like
2: 30 minutes from me. So, like, we just hooked up, and I'm like, oh, awesome. And she puts on, like, these awesome shows, so... So, yeah, I mean, you don't know who the hell you're going to meet, and uh, they're all good people, mostly. <laughs> it's mostly good folks, for sure.
1: Joe, were you the one—refresh re- my memory. Uh, were you Were you the one that you sent me the fan edit of Halloween 1 and 2, put together, Hell Comes to Haddonfield? Was that you? <laughs> uh, No, but— it, I, no. I think it was your—at one point, was it—ah, man, you had a, a buddy that— We did, yeah. Maybe you guys— like made like the DVD like yeah that. cut right. Me, <laughs> Chris, <laughs> me and my buddy Chris Barr
2: did home home yes. video express and we were we we had yes. tables for years at Monster Mania. Um,
1: dude, I think it was Chris that sent me the DVD. Oh, then,
2: then there you go. Well, yeah, the, uh, it was the unabridged night he came home. Halloween one and two, right? Yes, yeah. perfect, yep. dude. Perfect mm-hmm. edit. Thank
1: you. <laughs> yeah, so it's amazing. So, I forgot about so, that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I gotta ask you guys,
1: His, favorite kill of the Prowler.
0: Favorite kill? Okay, that's gonna be really hard. And the entire oh, flick. It's gonna be so
1: hard. I, I can lead. I'll, I'll I'll lead with mine. I'm gonna lead with mine. Head blown up uh, by a shotgun. Dude, the fucking. Dude, I mean that Boom, shit. Boom, apple cores and all. I would was fucking incredible. But dude, the pool scene, mm. with I mean, dude, you could tell Savini was like so on top of his game that that Joe Zito was like, oh fuck, close up, bum, camera's bum. gonna hang here. It's gonna bum, show. Bum. The fucking brutality.
0: Sorry, I just...
1: I'm just saying, the
0: Jaws theme basically... It's a note off for the entire fucking time, but I'm like, yeah, I like when they used to be able to rip off the Jaws theme and no one gave a fuck because it was such a small movie, no one paid attention! So, I
2: would... I would agree with Justin, because... But... But, 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 um, I think Savini does it better in Maniac, and I would agree with Jeremy, um, because it's there's something about that pool kill. The, way, the, the like, knife from, just from
0: slides back and forth in her
2: fucking throat. Well, yeah. well it, that, that's just like the coup de grace, dude. First he kicks her in the fucking face.
1: Oh, I love that kick, dude. I love that. <laughs> yeah. I, I laugh. I laugh t-
0: every t- fucking t- t- time. Tell t- 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 me this right now. Both of you. Would you ever see... A male villain, regardless, or a female villain, kick another female protagonist in the face with a big, heavy steel boot today Dude. in a movie. No,
2: I don't think so.
1: But I don't see why no, not. I, I, like, I, Yeah. I, like I said, man, I laugh. Every time I watch this movie, I... I laugh so hard because it's just What so I love neat. about it is. Oh, yeah, it, it, yeah dude. dude. Savini just <laughs> had like a, a, a fake you. boot with like
0: a fucking piece of plastic attached to the boot. And he just like. He, he, he had a full leg on his arm. He, he, and he kicked he, he her in did, the he face. Did, he did. He kicked her in the face for real. He like legit yeah. kicked her. I was like, I told the wife, I was like, <laughs> you know, that's real, right? She's like, what do you mean? I'm like, no, he really, like, he. That's a real foot to the face. No, it's not like, no, really, he <laughs> hit her. He he hit that bitch right in the fucking face, dude. She flew in the water. And then, and then we get and that then amazing he... underwater scene where she's like dying. That's like slow motion and she held her breath. I've never seen anything like that in a slasher since that. That's the piece de resistance, dude. When when she's under
2: the fucking water and she drops down and that extra blood comes out and then the fucking bubbles come out, it's like Man. You Boop. couldn't have fucking Boop. planned Boop. that better. Boop. You Boop. know? It's great, man. That, that, I, I love that whole thing And to Jeremy's point, too, like, he said the icon, you know, that iconic scene of Kirk getting it through the fucking head. The other iconic scene is that uh, arm around the head uh, and, he, you know, her, uh, you know, him slitting her throat. That's the big one. And it's funny because um, that's on the cover of the of the VHS, the VCI that I mentioned before. And also, uh, since I had the costume, um, my buddy Mark Schoenbach from Sadist Art Designs, he oh, I love Mark. saw that costume.
0: My boy, yeah, my boy.
2: he he saw that fucking costume, dude. He's like, dude, you got to take some reference photos for me because I'm doing a shirt for Fright Rags. So that Rosemary's Killer Fright Rags shirt, if you all ever seen it, um, that's that's you painted. That's you and yeah, costume. That's painted after. That's painted after me and my wife. I love yeah. It. <laughs> I love Motherfucker. It. That's awesome.
0: I should have bought that <laughs> shit. I just bought a Prowler shirt for the onset cinema, but it's not you. So now, seriously. I,
2: I, oh, dude, that pallbearer press one? Yeah, I one? got that
0: one. Yeah, the long I sleeve. I got that too, yeah, dude. It's fucking I sick. Yeah, I, it's I had to. Yeah. It's beautiful, 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 beautiful. Love yeah. it. But okay, so now I, I need to say, like, seriously.
1: I need to buy that shirt because I'm I'm. Well, I feel you left need to now. feel <laughs> left out.
0: I need I need to see Joe in the costume. I'm gonna bribe him to come to the onset cinema in costume and show up. The other I guy.
2: I'm going to fucking Ghostbusters. So, that so night. send
0: me the costume and I'll pay for it, and I'll be in costume. You're too tall. Am I? I'll just crouch, dude. You have no idea. I was in a Godzilla <laughs> costume for fucking three days straight at a convention. This guy built, and I was like, literally almost a foot taller than him. And I had to wear it for this convention. You're going to
2: look like fucking Steve Urkel in the fucking Prowler costume, dude. Dude,
0: did I did I do that? I don't know. I probably did. I don't know. The fact that you motherfuckers covered those Halloween episodes on your show is the best fucking thing ever. It got me and the wife the opportunity to go back because HBO Max had them on there. Oh, did they? Oh, yeah, they did the Stevel episodes. Yeah, yeah, dude. And, and the Stevel episodes, as soon as they I were so much fun As I saw you were covering them, I was like, oh, shit. Jeremy, do you remember the Stevel Urkel episodes for Family Matters?
1: Oh, got the, the doll and yeah, shit yeah, yeah. where it talks Yeah, the killer around. dummy. Oh, my God.
2: They were a blast, dude. Dude,
1: I forgot about that. It was so
2: much fun to reminisce about like uh, TGIF, too. That was like the oh, big thing that we were talking about. Well, we talked about, about, about that, that, on that on last week,
0: actually. We were talking about Cody. Like, Shaw, dude, Oh, yeah. From Step by Step. <laughs> Jeremy met that motherfucker. So, dude, it's, it's funny you mentioned because <laughs> so did I. I met him at a fucking
2: martial arts uh, ceremony dinner. Did he say, my, dude? Ja. No, but he was super he was super nice though, because he's in the fucking what is it, the Bloodsport 3? He's in Bloodsport Three, yeah. ki- No, oh, no, excuse me. Kickboxer. Kickboxer,
0: 3. that's right. Yeah. T- two,
2: right? I think it's two, isn't it? I think uh no, he's in Kickboxer three. Oh. I think isn't Van Damme in one and two? I don't
0: I, I,
1: I thought Van Dam was just in one. I could be, or we're maybe we're I'm wrong probably wrong so about. wrong,
0: but whatever. I'm probably totally wrong. Ja, I don't know. I had geez. a couple I had a couple
1: drinks.
2: Tana. He's definitely in th- He's definitely in 3 for sure. Scoop my van. He was, he was <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> my uncle does uh
2: <laughs> I, my uncle's a, a a karate master so he's like he like invited me him, me and my him and my cousin invited me to this uh martial arts ceremony that they were giving out and uh Michael Jai White was there. No and, shit, uh, dude. Fucking yeah, Black Dynamite, I didn't get to meet man. Him. Holy fuck, man. Yeah. I didn't get to meet him, but I was I, I was gonna be like, yeah, I love Spawn. <laughs> and Black yeah. Dynamite. And Kerry Tagawa was there. I got to meet him too, Shang Tsung himself.
0: Oh, dude. Well, you I'm were supposed me. to meet yeah, Jeremy was supposed to meet him like a couple months ago, and then we were like, We're not allowed to go to this because COVID. Wasn't that who you uh, were gonna meet yeah. down the street in Fairfax?
1: Yeah, dude. No, it was uh Scott Grimes but He was there though. Oh, he was no, there who you
0: got to meet. Well,
1: yeah. well, we didn't get to meet anyone.
0: No, I, I didn't get to meet them. No, no, I was going to meet Freddie Prince Jr. because I, I know what you did last summer, but they all uh, canceled. Then it was like so, five minutes from my house.
1: So, Joe, we, we got to tell you, man. So you, you know, you met. Cody, Sasha ah, Mitchell. Dude, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sasha Mitchell. So, so me, the way that me and Justin met Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> was uh, we we had we had to pretend to be chiropractors. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. Are we finally not not revealing this? Are we finally revealing this for dude, real? Hold, wait
1: wait a, a second! Fuck. I it. know
2: there's some kind of fucking scam that you're running because I was like, how do you
0: meet all these <laughs> motherfuckers, dude? Listen, I, well, you're, dude, you're you're you're, you're bad. I'm, your I'm not joking when, when I tell you. <laughs>
1: I'm I'm not joking when I tell you that we literally had to pretend to be My name's Grimmy Moorhead. I run a pharmacy.
0: Yeah, come over. Touch my back. Do it. You told that motherfucker that shit. And then after I got drunk, after we fucking met Arnold, I walked up and I was like, no, it's all bullshit, dude. I just want our pictures. I just, we just met Arnold Schwarzenegger. I just want the pictures. And you're like, you didn't tell him anything, dude, right?
1: I'm like, no, I didn't I tell was, him anything. Dude, I was in a, I was in like, like all dressed up with a fucking suit on. Dude, my name pat my name badge said Dr Jeremy oh, Moorhead on it
0: you and Brady both got doctor whatever I got nothing and then they called me communist <laughs> yeah he
1: called you he called you a communist I mean, yeah
0: <laughs> for real I don't know why you fucking, you
1: fucking guys dude that's hilarious you're communist. I'm so
0: that's terrible hilarious. I'm so terrible but you know yeah
1: yeah dude I mean the things that it. I that, get it. that I'll do. The, to meet some of my heroes, man. But, but you know. that's so
0: cool.
2: Like, at the end of the day, you met Schwarzenegger and I didn't, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, he that's I mean, he so looked hilarious. at me in the
0: face and said, So nice to meet you. And I was like, All right, that's all I need. Fuck yeah.
2: Ah, yeah, you're so handsome. I love Come you. Yeah, you're going go to, to, d- you go to massage me or what? Your
0: penis. <laughs> no, I mean, oh, oh, no. No, for real, not. But I mean, there's a lot more to that story Jeremy will not tell. At some point, there will be a full patron episode about that entire experience from start to finish as there should be yes when we
1: with uh, Schwarzenegger rolling the window up on Justin after he oh, signed a, an autograph for me.
0: You right now dude I I seriously I bought the gun the Uzi nine millimeter and I'm gonna come to your house and shoot you with it if you mention it again please do not seriously did you did you use uh, your
2: rock'em sock'em jetpack to fucking blow out of there yeah,
1: Jamie <laughs> Dude, the, all right. The, the last thing I'll say about it is, uh, <laughs> so he 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 ignored. He, so he turned down the autograph request uh, a couple times before he finally caved, right? But so like the first time I was like Mr. Schwarzenegger. He was leaving the chiropractor event. I was like, Mr. Schwarzenegger, I'm such a huge fan. Would you mind signing this for me? He goes, Nice to see Ooh. you. And like just at kept, least he walked At least he walked me. right by us, though. So then. As he was about to leave outside, he has to walk by us again, and I was like, "Mr. Schwarzenegger, please, would you would you mind just signing this?" And he goes, he goes, "Have a great day." Oh, no! <laughs> what an asshole! Listen, so we
0: we'll have to it, save though, Jeremy. For real, we'll save oh, we'll save the rest. We'll save, for, the rest. We'll save this. We'll this save needs the rest. to be a Patreon we'll special because that ending crushed the rest of my entire life. So. Uh,
1: yeah, it, it did. It, did. I, I it was like 10 in the
0: morning, and I immediately went to the hotel bar and said, do you have liquor? Can you give me liquor? Do you dude, have anything the, that's heavy? The,
1: More than 10% alcohol. The salt, the salt on the wound was, Justin was so upset. And then we go to a bar, and the first thing we see is a Terminator 2 pinball machine.
0: Listen, I'm still sore about it, and it will never Ever die now? I, you oh know, it's my God. gonna be that thing forever. I'm crying, but ladies and gentlemen. That's a great story, dude. <laughs> the Prowler, <laughs> you know, it, it's the movie we sat down to talk about. But you know what? Jeremy was right in saying when he sat down to talk about this movie that a lot of people get killed in this movie, it's very stylish and it's fun. And I'm glad that we were able to inject some other random nonsense and you know <laughs> shenanigans to, this, this to movie, fill in the blanks. This movie
1: is very, uh, yeah. This, this movie's very simplistic yeah. in, in its its nature because it, again, this came out the year after Friday the Thirteenth. They got a budget because they the studio was trying to. Cash I'm here in for on our date, the, Rose. The, the slasher craze, <laughs> and the, there's like I said, there's really not. A whole lot to no. this this movie story wise. It's just really, really well done practical effects with you know a great foundation. Unless you of a guys story. really want
0: to get in depth about the whole psychological trauma behind. I, I mean, you know, <laughs> it's a thing. I mean, it plays an integral part in the movie. <laughs> you know, I think
2: that I think the uh, the cinematography is really good and the lighting is really good. Fantastic. in this movie. Um, and as far as like the psychological trauma goes, like. You could take it or leave it. It's very by the numbers, but it is at the time. At the time, and again, you got to remember. But you got to remember, it's early '80s, okay, and it's that trend. There's And like Jeremy had mentioned before, there's a lot of trends. And even Justin mentioned before, there's a lot of trends from Halloween, both Halloween and Friday the 13th here. And even Texas Chainsaw Massacre, right? Like, that was a big thing with the grave robbing and kind of uh, desecrating of graves and things like that. So we get a little bit of that at the end here, too.
0: Yeah, 100%. And and, and there's one thing that I have to mention here. When she's under the table, Pam's under the table, and that giant, big, baller... Male rat. I mean, he's got the biggest balls known to man. <laughs> Walks by her. I swear, it's the first time I've seen in motion picture history where they didn't add that fake-ass squeaking sound effect, which rats actually don't do, by the way. Joe, you know, because one of your co-hosts is a big rat guy.
2: This is true. And my bu- my, my co-host, Connor. Oh, Connor, I didn't mention yeah. Sean either. Sean and Connor, but Connor specifically with the rat. Yeah. yeah And, Eobard, and, yeah. and
0: very true here, one of the biggest thing is... For me and my wife because we raised rats for like 10 fucking years
2: oh you mentioned that That's yeah, right. yeah
0: yeah and in, in, in every movie they always add that like, like a random squeaking sound and they actually don't make that sound unless they're like upset or they're like pushed down on by another rat or something so in distress yeah yeah so in every movie like actually 95 percent of movies where they show a real rat it's like squeak 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 like, they don't they don't fucking do that. So this movie maybe it was just because they had low budget. They're like, We're not gonna put a rat sound effect in here.
1: No, they had a million dollars. had dollar. a
0: big ass fat rat with a big <laughs> fat fucking balls going in there big ass fucking fucking dick and shit and he's like, I'm gonna walk in there behind <laughs> your head
2: and like You want an you want it, an additional wrinkle to that?
0: Yeah, let's do it.
2: So so again, yeah. I was on onset cinema. For uh, uh, the Prowler. Do they have May. a big the, bald the, rat on set? The inn in Cape May. No, but oh. Vicky Dawson was talking about that scene. Ooh. Yeah, the rat. And the rat was not black. It was a white rat that they put soot, uh, like soot all over to make black. What in the actual fuck? Yep, huh. because the rat wrangler didn't have a black rat or brown rat or whatever. Um, So yeah, there you go. A little tidbit for you right from the source.
0: That poor fucking animal. I swear to God, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna apply for animal canceled. abuse. Immediately canceled right now against you. No, know, no, not really. No, I mean it's like Scrooge, dude. So, like, so, like, like,
2: yeah. Uh, the glue
0: isn't sticking to this
2: mouse's head. Have you tried staples?
0: I would never do that oh, to this poor God. little animal. No, of course <laughs> you fucking wouldn't. God damn it! Oh, that.
1: So, so the uh the ending, the uh the jump scare with all old white eyes, like. Obviously, again, there are certain things from Friday the Thirteenth that they took out their fucking notepad and were like, "This honestly, needs to be in it. one of, of the weakest things in, in the
0: movie." I'm not a big it. fan it's... of the ending. I don't think it worked uh, very well. The yeah, jump scare. I mean, I, honestly, I think the ending in general—that's the one thing I wanted to bring up. I think the film builds extremely well as a slasher. I think, in, in terms of, especially comparing it to others of the time, but when it gets to the ending, obviously they've already been to this house before. You know, we see the deputy just get off without anyone. He's not off He's just, like, pushed to the side for the time being. And then we get some pretty good shotgun kills, which are great.
2: Yeah, but, I was going to say. But, 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 but
0: yeah. I feel like the rolling around on the floor thing doesn't really work that well. And then, like, it ends and then. You know, when the music starts after that, I feel like I'm watching a fucking rerun of Young and the Restless, and I'm like, what the fuck am I watching here? You know, like, let's bring you back to the house where, you're, you know, your friends are hanging out and they're still hanging there.
1: Shower's still fucking
2: on. I love way. that. So, all right. Here's the thing. I don't like, I, I will agree, I don't like the jump scare portion of this, but I love this ending. Um... So, yeah, like like Justin was alluding to, like, Farley Granger's, like, rolling around with uh, with uh, Vicki Dawson, and they're struggling over this shotgun, and she ends up blowing his fucking head off, which is amazing. But I love the end of this, because this room that we keep revisiting throughout the whole fucking film, and we don't know anything's wrong in this, like, characters don't know anything's wrong, but we do. And there's a couple times where people come in, and they it's not revealed, and we're just like, oh my god, they're fucking still in that shower. So Vicky comes in and sees them sees Kurt and Sherry dead in the fucking shower and freaks out. Now, I again, I don't like the fucking jump scare thing where he, he like ju- you know, Kurt comes back to life somehow. having a, having a She's fucking She's hallucinating. Like, uh, She's just a saber shit. through his head or a bayonet through his head and grabs her. But like I love the it, it, it almost calls back to that Black Christmas idea where you think you're safe finally and like the nightmare is over, but there's still something lurking in the dark. It, you know, it may not be Billy in your fucking attic, but it, it's it's your fucking dead friends in your in your bedroom, in your in your shower. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I, I know what you mean, but just for me, it always felt like pretty thrown together and last minute. It doesn't feel very cohesive to the rest of the movie, where everything seems pretty set up very well. I mean, like everything is calculated, sure. and then it gets to this moment, and I'm like. Obviously we know during that time period you had to have that end scare that was gonna be that one last shock. And this for me, I was yeah. just like, We already saw that. So that's not a shock. For this character, maybe it is, but it's the same thing we saw earlier in the movie, so it's not a big deal to me as a viewer. Um Yeah, I actually I, I I'm,
1: think I'm the okay with is
0: it. Very poor. I think it would have been very I don't. I, I. can't even think of a better ending, honestly. But I mean, give me time. The guy's give me, head gets fucking give me blown. Time. Here it is.
1: Guy's head gets blown off. and just goes to. Chris. There you well, go. Maybe. Better.
0: Better. Better. No. I don't need. I don't, okay. I don't need to see her go and see her fucking friends that she spent two seconds with. <laughs> well, let's
2: oh. let's 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 keep let's keep in tune of of the this ending, right? So she goes in. And she hears the fucking shower on. She's like, "Oh shit, I forgot." She goes in. and She's like, "Sherry, you're still in the shower." Oh my god, you're fucking dead! She freaks out. But instead of of uh, Kurt grabbing her, the, det- the you know the sheriff or not the sheriff, the deputy grabs her, and like that's the jump scare instead. Ah. Not not that you know not that it has to end on that, but like I I don't like the fact that he comes back to life. Like it's just fucking stupid.
1: Yeah, again, like it, she gets, hundred she gets
2: scared from from the guy coming up because he hears her scream like that. I don't know. That kind of makes more sense to me. It's not a great ending, but it's I think I think it's better. Kelly
0: Murphy's like, yeah, I'm done making these Batman <laughs> movies for, for no like, I got I'm, stabbed I'm, with a pitchfork. Go Inception. fuck yourself. I'm just gonna come up here right now. I mean, like for me at least, I I just feel like the movie builds so well, and it has a shit mm-hmm. ending. I mean, I just think they they threw it together. That's that's my view and. In...
1: It's because Friday the 13th. I, no, it's it not because note. of Friday the 13th. It was a it's note. because of
0: Carrie. But, uh, 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 Carrie, oh, Carrie, oh, yeah, Carrie was the, the first of those that really... That's what everyone said. That's what every, every studio head yeah. said, is that we have to have that ending. And some of them work, and some of them don't. And I, I think the more subtle ones during this time period of when The Prowler came out work well. But again, the whole rest of the movie works so fucking well. I can't fault it for that. I mean there's so much to love about this movie from the, the period piece that is done so precisely the cinematography is so amazing and again like we said Joe earlier on we have this iconic this silhouette this amazing slasher villain that really never got much appreciation until almost 30 years later it's it's insane to think that the prowler got slept on
2: even 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 then like i feel like people don't appreciate it that much like it's a fucking original not only is it an original idea but it is creepy to see this guy decked out and i mean it is world war ii uh, uh regalia fatigues, but like yeah
0: and he's got yeah so yeah what, what is the shit because you've done the costume what is that i'll tell you all face? the parts what is that on his face though because it looks just like it looks so, like netting right like they would wear if they were in the ex- trenches right
2: that's exactly what
0: it is. Okay. It's like, it's
2: not a, it's not a ghillie suit, but it's like a ghillie netting that okay. you put over your head. And then, so the coat has a hood on it and you put the hood up and then over you can your pull okay. and then you can pull the, uh, the, the, uh, strings down. And then that makes the, uh, face smaller around that part portion. And then you put the helmet on over that. Dude. It, yeah. I feel like it's creepy. I, I think it works. I think it's really good.
0: I feel like it should yeah, it's, it should it's stand up creepy. right up next to Harry Warden from My Buddy Valentine. Yeah, and and Michael oh my Myers, god, that's a Freddie Krueger. Like, I feel like he should be there. I feel like that. And
2: Harry Harry Warden is another one. Like, it, it's just a minor suit, but it's fucking great, dude. In that breathing and everything. And we finally got uh, a NECA figure of him. So where, I'm saying, NECA, dude, where's the prowler? Where's my Let's fucking prowler figure?
0: Where's you, the fucking? I'll brother? buy that shit first day. I mean. Joe, you know Dude, that you know that I've got that minor figure. It's like, oh, you know I got, what I did Because I, it, I got it before you I remember you commenting like, where's mine? Where's mine? <laughs> yeah. You know? Um
1: Dude, somehow we have a Russ Thorn figure from Slumber Party Massacre. Yeah, what, what? we don't have is a about? figure? Yeah. Which I do have it's, I do have that Slumber Party Massacre
2: figure too. All right. That's
1: fun. it's so, so fucking it's great, rad, we man. We have
0: to do this because, ladies and gentlemen, this is a retrospective. This is not a fresh frights review. This is not our regular reviews, so we have to do our Trash It or Treasure It segment. So I'm going to throw it first to our guest, Joe, the Prowler. Trash It or Treasure It? Bro. Fucking uh,
2: treasure, cherish, uh, covet... Um, again, this is one of my top three slashers of all time. It's it, I, it's The Burning, My Bloody Valentine, and, and The Prowler. See, you were the Those... right
0: guy to bring on for this, and I didn't even know this. So, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I just assumed, Those... I, I assumed, based on his character, <laughs> he was the right guy. Those
2: three films, I uh, you know, you can say Friday the 13th, you can say Michael Myers, but again, Michael Myers... ...wasn't supposed to be what he is now... ...and and Jason... ...wasn't even supposed to be what he is now... ...but all of those three that I mentioned... ...Cropsey and uh, the Miner... ...Harry Warden and... Uh, uh, ...Farley Granger... Uh, uh, ...the Prowler... ...they were all supposed to be those iconic characters... ...right? Oh yeah. And I feel like... ...they do that... ...they do this formula that we like... ...the slasher formula... ...it exceeds all expectations... And I feel like that's why we keep bringing these films up when we stack it... When we stack it again... Like, you know, when we watch... Newer films, we stack these films against them because we're like, well, is it as good as this, or is it, uh, you know, whether it's in regards to effects or plot or if if it's scary, if it's too funny and not like it, you need that, you need to strike that fucking special sauce balance there uh, uh, for a really successful slasher. And all of those films that I just mentioned uh, do it uh, spectacularly, in my opinion. And again, Prowler is third on that list. Um, but the Prowler is a film that, if you haven't seen, you definitely should see, especially if you're a fan of the slasher genre. And even now, it it, it has a resurgence. But I, you know, Blue Underground put it, put out that Blu-ray. Yeah, the uncut
0: version. Yeah, yeah. Which, which I, was everyone great. should buy. But I mean, yeah, I think someone oh. else should pick it up and do a 4K Ultra HD. I mean, actually, Blue Underground owns. Last I heard, owns Joe the the. Uh, Home video, right? So they should just release it on 4K Ultra I, HD. And
2: I think they might. You know, they did. They did the the Maniac 4K uh, scan, and they did the Zombie 4K scan. And you know, I feel like, uh, or even House by the Cemetery too, didn't they? I don't, yeah, they did. I'm pretty yes, sure they, they did. did. Yeah, yeah, they did that. Yeah, as well. yeah. Uh, I, I think the Prowler deserves that. But again, somebody like Shout Factory is way bigger than than. Uh, blue underground i mean we know blue underground but if you asked anybody about blue underground they'd be like who
0: but my only worry is that they won't do a 4k ultra hd and i think that i mean what's great about shout when they do those is they'll give you the original blu-ray transfer that they're doing for the 4k and then they'll give you the 4k but i think like this movie especially is so beautiful to look at those deep blacks i mean like yeah they don't think about the way these movies looked when they talk about them, when you listen to Joseph Zito and Tom Savini do the commentary for this movie, they yeah. don't appreciate. They don't understand the difference between what they did back in 1980 compared to what filmmakers are doing now on all digital. And yeah, right, it's it's film versus digital. It's you know so I mean? different. But when you look at the yeah. movie, it's beautiful. All those pool scenes. I mean, yeah. that opening with all the period stuff. Like, I don't think people take the time to appreciate that as much as they should and that's why i'm like do a 4k because then it's, then they'll notice all those details yeah but especially uh, to your point especially
2: the lighting like we're talking oh, about man. film we're we're talking about film folks right so like that thing that, that existed a long time
1: ago before most <laughs> no, of you were like- born
2: the idea of shooting on film like cuz i'm a i i mean i guess you can call me a filmmaker but like and and if jeremy is too but like when you shoot on digital you have the flexibility to go back and be like, hmm, was that take good? I don't know. Let's look at it again. Oh, let's do it again. With film, you don't have that. You have to fucking, you're on a Women of Prayer you're, you're, with a fucking movie. You're yeah. going to doing dailies and you're to the
0: theater and looking at that stuff. So,
2: and that's the. St- with like a light meter and shit yeah. and like trying to figure out like if everything's uh, orchestrated properly. Um, but to your point, I would want shout to grab it because I want that
0: fucking action figure too. Listen, okay, <laughs> no, you know, shit, know what? Know what me, let's, me let's, you all, let's do this here right now because Movie Dumpster has pull. We have some a little bit of pull, I think. I don't know about that. So we'll, you guys have more we'll, pull we'll, than we do. We'll grab some pull, but let's let's combine shout factory. Like Voltron. Listen to this episode, Jeremy. Say it. Give say us the figure. <laughs> <laughs> Give us this prowler figure. <laughs> Give us this prowler figure. I'm sure you know everyone that works over there, dude. Dude. Uh, yeah.
1: from Shot Factory or from NECA? From Shot Factory. They initiate it. Uh, they can yeah, connect well, with people yeah, at NECA yeah. I,
0: I'm just saying. Well
1: dude I, 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 I know the I got my Tom Net kids that know the Peeps figure. If they can do that
0: <laughs> well, and they can do my Harry Warden minor figure, they can do a yeah. Prowler figure,
1: right? And Angela from exactly, Night at the yeah, DM. thats exactly. another obscure one—and so, even
2: Stooge and and uh, 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 Suzanne yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would love to see that. I would, I would, I would. Uh, I'd throw money all over. And that ladies sure. and gentlemen,
0: we'd love to hear what you think about this movie. I think there's a lot of people listening right now that are like new to the movie. So, listen, do me a favor. Listen to this episode. Go buy the fucking movie, and then go tell Shout Factory and NECA. Make the figure.
2: Yeah, and go fucking grab your tickets Ooh. from Onset Cinema because they added another date for the nineteenth. They did because <laughs>
0: oh. <laughs> it sold <laughs> because out. The twentieth sold out, dude. So don't tell me you're gonna be there for the nineteenth, and I'll be there for the twentieth, and you're gonna be. No, 20th.
2: I told you I'm going to see motherfucking Ghostbusters Afterlife. I'm not gonna be there, unfortunately. Well, me and J- I wish me I mean, was. Our
0: episode will already be out by that point, but we'd love to hear what I, I you know. think of it. Thankfully, I screwed Slimer up the ass, and he gave me a pass. <laughs> I don't know. It was,
2: it was my fault. It was my fault.
1: He, You screwed Slimer and because he gave you a muncher. Yeah.
0: <sighs> <sighs> but ladies and gentlemen, seriously, for real, we had a blast on this episode. That's what this show is all, Fuck always yeah, we did. about. And we just have to sit down and thank each and every one of you, and especially our patrons They help pay for this show do yourselves a favor. You've already heard the name Movie Dumpster. Go check their show the fuck out. I'm a patron myself personally. Go over there and show them some love. They throw out killer content. They're one of my biggest favorite shows in the world, actually. And that's why I'm like <laughs> Thank- I'm sitting here literally, you have no idea how long I've been holding the cum in the tip of my dick the whole time Joe's been talking I can't let this go. If I let it go, it's not special anymore. So I'm just going to hold it the entire time. I'll pee through it. You know, it's it's just a thing where. Jesus Christ. You find these shows where, and especially you find these people that are, it, there's this kinship. And it, it's magical. But they're amazing. Go check out Movie Dumpster immediately. Thank you.
2: Thank you so much, man. You know, I, that really means a lot. And, and and thanks for thanks for hooking up and reaching out and uh, having me on because I had a fucking blast. I've been waiting to come on and I came on for The Prowler and I, I couldn't ask for much more than that. And I had no yeah, idea. They, I had
0: no idea this movie was so special to you, but I assumed Oh, yeah. I had this yeah. instinct. There was like this deep down. I mentioned it to Jeremy and he's like, book it. Do it now. <laughs> yeah, Oh, come on. Come on, do it. Do it. Roll up the fucking window. Do it now. I might as well roll up the fucking red carpet (laughs) considering how big movie dumpster is. You guys are killing it. Oh my God. What are you talking about? Look, look,
2: seriously. I appreciate I appreciate it. I wish we were as big as you're talking about, but you know what you could do? (laughs) If you're listening, you could go over to moviedumpsterpodcast.com. You can subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts and that would be very appreciated. We do have a Patreon as well, if you'd be so inclined. Um, And we got a Ghostbusters month for November. We've been talking about Ghostbusters a couple times, so we're we're, going to do a live watch-along of one and two. We're going to do a review of the Afterlife um, movie that's coming out, and we're going to do some uh, real Ghostbusters episodes and a commentary track for the 2016 one so i'm very excited for that and uh you and uh i also do the show with my co-host sean and connor and uh i wanted to mention that because i forgot to do that in the beginning you No, know, it's
0: all good i'd love to have both of them on as well i'd love to have all three of you on for a, a smorgasbord of
1: holy complete shit that nonsense. would be a blast. you
0: know a movie dumpster slash brains jeremy tell me we're ready for that you're the sober one tell Wait, me that would tell be me we're ready dude for that.
1: that that would that would be amazing, you know. Joe Joe knows that I'm a fan of his show. Uh, I, I reached out after they launched it and told him how much I loved it. He was, he was so fucking cool. He sent me a movie Dumpster shirt, which Dude, you probably don't have one, Justin, because oh, you're not I'm as cool. A, as did me. I send
0: you I'm stuff, a, Justin? I'm a patron, but I'm not a certain st- whatever. It's it's that that thing where it's like I'm a certain tier below you. Did I whatever. did I
2: give you stuff the last time I saw you? If I didn't, my goodness, I'm sorry. No, I, I grabbed I your you ass and your
0: balls in front of some other guy. I was like, <laughs> I would like that shirt. <laughs> But I like your balls. I, I swear to God, it was a weird sexual thing or whatever. Brother, if I
2: if I could have swore I gave you stuff, but if I didn't, I will get that to you for sure. It's yeah,
0: no problemo. No, it, this is all family here, and that's what this show has always been about, and that's why totally. I'm so happy. Seriously, I'm gonna get all sentimental. I'm gonna cry a little bit. You know, <laughs> but for real, like you know, I have my boy Jeremy on this new version of what the show is. You know, we created this brain stew thing together and we're bringing on people that we really care about, that really have the same love of the movies that we love together. Just to sit down, dissect them, have a great time and, you know, just be family together. And that's what this is all about. And we hope that every single person listening is having the same amount of fun that we are. So thank you to each and every one of you listening right now because you are You're a life force, for real. Like, you're the reason why we do what we do. So if you like what you're hearing, seriously, don't just throw us some love on iTunes. Go check out Movie Dumpster. Subscribe. Throw them some reviews. And look forward to the future, because if Joe came on tonight, I'm sure I can... I can put a hook on him and bring him back in for something else. Just saying. look, just it, say Look, it. I'm telling I'm telling you right now. Now,
2: if for cats that are listening in, we're we are strictly a audio podcast now, but next year we are doing video and uh by, by Jove Justin and Jeremy are getting their asses. They're coming down from fucking Virginia, and they're coming to fucking Pennsylvania, and we are doing a video uh, version of Movie Dumpster with them. Oh, dude, that so, uh, awesome. so let's schedule that. We'll figure that shit out for next year. But, uh, yeah, stay tuned for that, definitely.
0: 100% and ladies and gentlemen, until next time, I'm Justin.
1: And I'm Jeremy. And I'm Joe from Movie Dumpster. And as always, <laughs> keep it fucking creepy.
2: creepy.
0: Spooky. I just flipped my pants a little bit.
2: Yeah. 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 Because I'm always out of stuff. Basket <laughs> oh, biscuit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Chocolate Starfish.
1: don't edit any of this out